say hello to Terry Flanagan because Terry, it's all about the Ivy Bee this week, and you were in County Wexford, as Aina said. Yes, Terry comes down the sunny southeast on a beautiful sunny day, as it happens. Oh, lovely! Were you on the beach? Uh, no, why? Isn't that where they made Saving Private Ryan? Because the beach apparently looked like Omaha Beach where the D-Day landings took place. Yeah, you're dead right, Eric. And mm-hmm. I think Saoirse Ronan did something there not so long ago, or maybe it was a good while ago, I can't she remember. She did indeed, herself and Donald Gleeson, Brooklyn. Anyway, you were there to look at bees, Terence. Ivy bees of all things. Listeners may well remember we had Professor Francis Ratniecks on earlier in the year mm. when he told us of the arrival of this new species of bee, the ivy bee, to Ireland. They were discovered here in Wexford about two years ago and Francis, who is Professor of Apiculture in the School of Life Sciences in Sussex University, has been travelling over to monitor their distribution throughout the country. And at this time of the year, they're very active. The young females are emerging from their nests and the congregated males compete with each other to mate with them to father the next generation. Francis brought me to two locations in County Wexford. Firstly, to see them feeding and then to show me their spectacular mating behaviour. So Terry, come down here to this ivy on this wall, which is in bloom. We can see all the yellow pollen on it. It's in full bloom. It's now middle to later September. And as you can see, it's covered in insects. There must be a hundred or more insects here. I'm looking at bumblebees. I'm looking at hoverflies. I'm looking at butterflies. They're that red admiral. They're just taking in the sun. Well, they're taking in the sun, but more importantly, they're taking in nectar and pollen. And yes, there is a red admiral and there are several of them. So butterflies are one of the insects that visit ivy. Now tell us exactly where we are. Well, we're in the village of Curraclo, about half a kilometre from the beach, and we're on the road, and on the road there's a wall, and it's covered in ivy, and the ivy is in bloom, and we're very close to where the ivy bee was first discovered in Ireland a few years ago, literally less than a kilometre from here. Okay, let's have a look at some of the uh, insects we have here. Bumblebee I see here first of all. Looks like a white-tailed bumblebee. Uh, I'm looking at, as we saw, the red admirals. I'm looking at... I don't see any honeybees. Honeybees, um, like ivy, a great deal. They visit in large numbers. But right at this moment, I've just counted 50 insects, Terry, and I didn't see a single honeybee. But normally we'd expect to see honeybees. So I'm Mm -hmm. sure they'll be here shortly. But we see really everything else. Bumblebees, red admiral butterflies, ivy bees, lots of wasps, lots of hoverflies. Okay, let's move on then and let's just pick out one or two of the ivy bees because that's what we're here to look at today. So here we can see an ivy bee. This is a male. At the moment, there's roughly equal numbers of males and females. Mm -hmm. The male is smaller than the female and both the male and the female ivy bee are very easy to identify because they've got a very stripy abdomen. They've got very clear stripes. They should be playing rugby or football or something. They're, they're very pretty, especially the female, because she's got a kind of an orange tinge to her thorax. She's a very beautiful-looking insect, and she's exactly the same size as a honeybee. And they're feeding here now at the moment on this ivy. The honeybees and the ivy bees are collecting both pollen and nectar, but most of the other insects are just collecting nectar. It's really everything to everybody. Every insect can benefit from ivy. 
It's very aptly named, isn't it? The Ivy Bee, because here we have a mass of ivy grown on a wall and it's covered with this particular bee. Yes, um, the ivy bee does specialise on ivy. We collected pollen samples last year from females returning to their nests and it was nearly 100% ivy pollen. They can visit other species like bramble, but they don't need to because the ivy is so abundant and it's there at the right time for them. Now what we have here is we've got this mass of ivy on a wall and it's completely covered by the ivy bee and it's feeding here. But you're going to take me to another location for something different. Yes, what we're seeing here is half of the story. It's the feeding, the collecting of pollen and nectar. The other half of the story is the nesting and they nest in the ground. They can nest in really any type of grassy ground as long as there isn't too much grass. Each female builds her own nest and in the ground she may build 10 or 20 cells each of which rears one ivy bee. But hundreds, even thousands of females may nest in the same area close by in what we call a nest aggregation. So many nests all nearby to each other. Okay, well let's, let's head on then. Yeah. Now, Terry, have a look here. Wow, I'm looking at... There must be hundreds of bees here. Hundreds. There's probably 20,000 bees in this area, which is about 100 metres across. A clearing in the pine trees where last year I counted over 2,000 nests. Now, what I'm looking at here is a kind of like a sand dune. It's only about 2 metres by 2 metres. There are lots of what look like nests and literally hundreds of bees swarming around in and out of the nests. We're here in the Raven, which is a nature reserve. Why are they here? Well, the reason the ivy bees are here is not because it's a nature reserve. It's because it's close to Wales, which is almost certainly where the bees originated. They colonised Britain, going from Dorset to Pembrokeshire, and then they've hopped over to Ireland, and this is one of the closest places in Ireland to Britain. And this only happened a couple of years ago. Where we are here is exactly where two years ago a local man found the ivy bee for the first time in Ireland. But it must have been here for several years because there were over a thousand nests when he found it. Now let's just look at this aggregation that's here. Tell me exactly what's happening. What we have here is a nest aggregation where thousands of nests will be built each by a single female. They tend to be clustered in certain mini areas like small sandy cliffs a couple of feet tall like here and also flat grassy areas where the grass is thin. Which is just like what we have here. And the bees that are flying around, are they males or females? Almost every bee you see is a male. They're flying low to the ground, just a few inches off the ground in the hope that they'll spot a female and be able to mate. And are there any females inside in the nests at the moment? The females would be in the nests. Some of them would already be adults. Some of them would be in their pupil stage, not yet become adults. Others will be out foraging and coming back to the nest with pollen on their legs. And the life cycle, am I right in saying that a number of these, they don't actually develop into adults until this time of the year, September, October? Yes, the ivy bee is an annual species. The nests are built in the autumn, the eggs are laid and the larva develops. 
but they don't reach adulthood until the following autumn. So it's a whole year from egg to adult. Most people would think that if you have an adult emerging at that time of the year, September or October, that it's a bad time of the year because there's not much food for them. Well, the IVB is the last bee of the year, solitary bee, but there is plenty of food because the ivy is super abundant and the IVB specialises on ivy. So the reason it's flying at this time of year is because that's when its food plant, the ivy, is in bloom. Yes, it's unusual, the ivy, because it only goes into bloom at this time of the year, as you say, and it doesn't develop berries until probably January or February. Well, the berries provide good food for birds like pigeons, but the ivy flowers start in late August and they go on even into December. So when the ivy bees emerge from their cells, the ivy is in bloom. And when they finish their life cycle, the ivy is still in bloom. So the world of the ivy bee is one in which ivy is out there for them. A lot of bee species in Ireland, I'm thinking of the bumblebees and that, are in trouble. Now you have the ivy bee moving in and it appears to be spreading, certainly up the coast. Will this bee compete with our native honeybees? The ivy bee will compete with the honeybee and other Irish insects, but the ivy is so abundant that there's more food, more pollen and nectar than the insects can consume. And roughly half of the pollen and nectar from a study we did in England is just wasted. So there's plenty of food and plenty of resources then for this ivy bee to move into Ireland? Yes, there's plenty of resources. If the ivy bee became 10 or 50 times more common, yeah, maybe we would then think it might be competing. But for the moment, there's plenty to go around. In the two years since they've been discovered here in County Wexford, have they moved much? Well, we don't know how far they've moved. Last year I did a study and we found them up the coast in Wexford from the Raven for about 10, 15 kilometres and then again in Wicklow. So in the next couple of weeks I will be surveying with the help of some Irish colleagues the Irish coast, the east coast from Wexford to Strangford Lock in County Down and we'll see if they're found in other places. Well, we know they're in Wicklow, but we'll like to know a bit more in more detail whereabouts in Wicklow are they. Do they like the coast or will they move inland? In England, they're found everywhere, not just in the coast. The coast is obviously where they first arrive, and also the coast is popular. So there are lots of naturalists wa- walking up and down the coast So we tend to get more records from coastal areas than from inland areas. So it can seem as though they're coastal, but I don't think that's the case. I'm just looking here. There seems to be a group of them on the ground there, and they seem to be... Are they fighting with each other? Well, one thing that you can see from time to time, and it may look a bit scary, is what we call a mating ball. So there'd be a female mating to a male, and there might be five or ten, even twenty males that would like a piece of the action and they're sort of all hanging on to each other and they're on the ground and it looks like they're fighting. But So, so what you're seeing here is then probably one few. There's a, probably about eight bees there and they seem to be very, very active. You're telling me then that there's one female at the bottom of that rook? If you had a good look and could pick it up in your hand, they won't harm you, you would see there's a mating pair, tail-to-tail mating, and the other males were just sort of hopefuls. Do they sting? Male ivy bees can't sting because the, the stinger is part of the female reproductive system. The female ivy bees can sting, 
but the sting is very puny, no worse than a stinging nettle, and they're extremely reluctant to sting. If we spent the whole day here rolling around, and not that we're going to, we might, if we were unlucky, get one sting. In honeybees, the vast majority of the species are female. Is that the same here with the ivy bee? No, in the ivy bee, we have an approximate equal ratio of males and females. Here, at the aggregation, it's mostly males because they're looking for the females. But a few minutes ago, when we were looking on the ivy flowers, there were equal numbers of males and females. They seem to be doing very well in Ireland at the moment. Do they have many predators? In terms of predators, yes, there will be predators, but I think it's not very much. But what they do have is a parasite. But that parasite, a type of beetle, is not found in Britain or Ireland. It is found, however, on the continent where the ivy bee came from to colonise first Britain and then Ireland. So the ivy bee has come over to Britain and Ireland minus one of its enemies. So well, that's, that's good news. <laughs> now, you've been studying these here now for a couple of years. Can you estimate how many ivy bees there would be in Ireland at the moment? In this area here, I reckon there's 25,000 ivy bees because there's 2,000 plus nests and each nest would have 10 to 20 cells to make a bee. In Ireland as a whole, there's probably 100,000 or more, but it will get much beyond that. And it all depends on how far they've spread. At the moment, they've got a um, more than a toehold in Ireland, but they're only in about less than 1% of Ireland at the moment. So the IVB is a good news story? I think it's a good news story. We've got an attractive new insect to Ireland, and it's not going to do anyone any harm at all. It's just um, more pleasure for those that like nature. Thank you very much indeed, Terry Flanagan and Professor Francis Ratniex. More details about the IVB on our website rte.ie forward slash